This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby. Episode 104 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Getting getting the air horns going. 104. You know, we're out here. It's summertime. Mid mid mid-July, right? Like it, it, it literally is mid-July. Mm-hmm. Um everybody's doing well. Judging by your background, that means you were out on the West Coast. How's the weather out there? I'm sure lovely. It is beautiful. Your girl's still pale as ever because anytime <laughs> I've been out here, I've been having a lot going on with work, uh, including being in the Vegas streets for sneaker con. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. had to rub a little Cuban link situation. You know, because <laughs> uh, it's icy in these summers. Is it? Is it icy? Yeah. Uh, of course. <laughs> gotta stay sneaker- cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you do gotta stay cool in these hot streets. Mm-hmm. Um, SneakerCon Vegas. Uh, I'm sure that was that was interesting. What would you say was the most interesting thing you saw at SneakerCon Vegas? Soldier Boy. I mean, I don't know. There was so much going on. <laughs> I don't know if that's where you thought I was going with this, but like, I did. The thing about Vegas is this, right? And you know, I, I love. I'm a big fan of Vegas. There are people who don't like Vegas, which I'm going to tell you why I don't understand that, Jay. Because you can have any kind of a trip and experience that you want in Vegas, right? Like. <laughs> Over 4th of July, I was like, you know what? This bitch is going to go to the spa. And I got myself a massage. The palms just reopened. <laughs> channeled my nostalgic real-world vibes. It's beautiful, by the way. Had an amazing experience. And I was Shout like, out what? to... Um, who were the real-world Las Vegas crowds? Who, who were the... Who were the um, Alton. Alton. Alton and Erilon. And like, <laughs> The communal shower RIP <laughs> at the real-world suite. Yo, why do I feel like Alton was always... like? I mean... But anyway, that whole season Yo, was just insane. Like he might not be a player, but he crushed a lot. <laughs> I mean, a lot, <laughs> a lot. But like, um, but we're, we're also dating ourselves, by the way, showing how yeah. old we are that we know real world Las Vegas with Alton and Erilon and Trishel. Yeah, I mean, yes, but like you know what? It, t- it takes me back. You can't talk about the palms and like not right, talk right. about that, right? I think that's a big piece of it. It's our part of our childhood, Rod. You know, whether we want to admit it or not. But I think. Like, <laughs> My point of saying uh, that childhood, I'm going, I was an adult when that show was on. So I'm going to say young adulthood <laughs> for me, you know, maybe for you, you know, I have to flex on the age difference a little bit. But um, <laughs> I think the thing for me is that like, I say that because like that day I didn't hang out with anybody. I mean, it was amazing. Like I like went to the pool in the morning before it got right. like all popping, had a nice right, little right. Miami Vice with a floater, then went to the spa, had a nice <laughs> little day. Right. It's like summer league is kicking off. So there's so much mm-hmm, that you can mm-hmm. do. Like, 
could do some shopping. And then it's like, you know, fast forward to sneaker con when summer league is in full effect. And it's like, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to go to the Michael Mina steakhouse at Mandalay Bay. Cause that's where I was staying. I find out that our girl Vic is there for 2k. They had stuff popping <laughs> off and they were staying at the next hotel. So I'm like, great. Here's half of the Westchester Knicks that I used to work with. Like it just, that's what I love about Vegas, but you can also have any kind of trip and you never know where the night is going to take you. So wow. like learn how to play blackjack that evening. Apparently I am good enough to stay on a table for a while. Also fun Ooh. facts for those who don't know, cause I'm not a gambler. Um, I am also Jewish, so I'm very protective of every dollar that I earn. Uh, Where to play the stereotypes. But, you know, um, I pulled out my cell phone to text, and the guy was like, looked at me, and I almost threw me off the table. I'm like, I'm not counting cards, my friend. This is not right, man. It's not the hangover I got you. So uh, lots of fun learnings. Had a great time. You never know where things are going to go. Lots of fun learnings. I do not take out my cell phone at the the table. Yes, but also it was great because, like, you know, DJ Rari's in the house who, like, is one of the MCs at SneakerCon. He's amazing. A whole vibe all the time. He ran into Soldier Boy at a blackjack table and was like, do you want to come to SneakerCon? It's this weekend. And he was like, all right, bet. And so they gave him like VIP access. <laughs> like that's to me what is so magical about Vegas, right? You know, because oh you never know where it's going to go. Um, I think for me as a Knicks fan, like loved running into Langston Galloway. Mm-hmm. Sam Cassell was there, you know, on behalf of the Sixers. So it was great to see him. A Shout lot out of Sam I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the uh, the the G League draft picks were there. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Building, and I think you know we had we were I was hanging out with Nigel Sylvester, who was former guest of our show, yeah. BMX. Right, yeah. I think the thing about Sneakers Day, and then I'll pass it back to you, is that it's funny when you see people in the wild, right? It's like <laughs> you've never met, or you're like, I know their face, right, and right, so. Right. There's, I, I love the side commentary that like makes its way into my eardrums about like <laughs> who people are, right? Like we right, had an influencer, right. we were with an influencer who's a big YouTube guy in LA and someone's like, I know for a fact that guy plays for the Lakers. And I go, I know for a fact that guy does not play for the Lakers. <laughs> like, someone was asking about Nigel Sylvester this week and I was like, that guy plays football. Do you know what team and you're like, like, oh, no, I don't know. Nope. And I, go, I think he plays for the New York City BMXs. <laughs> and I was like, oh. But you never know is my point. And it's Vegas is always a movie, no matter what kind of movie you're watching. Maybe it's a rom-com. Maybe it's a tragedy. Ocean's 13. Maybe, who knows? Yeah, it's a thriller, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. You know, Vegas, you know, uh, not really my bag, mainly because I gamble and or I have a gambling vice. I have an addictive personality and I know myself. So, so you know, Vegas is not the place for me. I, I always say to people, I go, you know, you can blow a million dollars in Vegas in a weekend with strippers, a coke habit, and some gambling. And it's just, you know, it's I just not the three vices that you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> yes, they're, 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 they're not uh, particular vices that I have at the moment, but, you know, I've heard things. So, point being, not really my kind of place to spend too much time. Uh, Summer League aside, of course, and shout out to. All the youngsters out there trying to, you know, show their wares and other guys trying to get on and, you know, get a chance with a, with a squad, get an invite to training camp and hopefully make a roster uh, this upcoming NBA season. I wanted to uh, touch on the W really quick. They had All-Star in Chicago last weekend, so we're a little bit late, but I had to. Did you see the size of Kelsey Plum's MVP trophy? I was like, yo, what? that looks like something you get at like the carnival and you put the little quarter in and you 
And you do a little grab bag to pull it. I get a bigger one at the carnival. I mean, like that's the thing. When people talk about the differences in men and women's sports, right? Like oh, at the end of the day, I get it. The NBA is like the big. Right. We're not asking for a Saworski Tiffany's Crystal Trophy, but damn, can she not get something you find at like five at the five and dime? There, that's what I'm saying, though. There's got to be some kind of in between, and I think when people see, right. like people talking about it online, like you know, it's not like work. Women don't. Our society's made us set our expectations real low, y'all. So <laughs> I think like yes, it's not already nominated, but give us something that's not made of plastic. That's all we ask. Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, this is wild. Wild. Uh, but shout out to Kelsey Plum. And shout out to Las Vegas Aces, by the way, who are coming up aces. Ah, uh, see, see what I did there? Um, they're they're doing well, man. They're they're really they're really on fire. Uh Kelsey, Asia Wilson, the whole squad just really, really doing their thing. Uh, could be a could be a good time this summer um, for the Aces in terms of uh, a WNBA championship. So stay tuned there. Um, another thing I saw, I don't know if you saw this. So all the smoke podcast with uh, Matt Barnes, Stephen Stack, Jackson, um, Glenn, Big Baby Davis was the recent guest. And I don't know if you saw this. He shot a shot at Lizzo. <laughs> Yes, I am here for everything about that. No, I have not caught up on that yet. But I, I will say, like, this is the, these are the moments that I love about the NBA that make it so fun to watch, right? Mm-hmm. NBA and TNT, all the different conversations of the podcast. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, I know basketball, pun and all, like, shooter shoot. So, like, <laughs> shooter shoot. I think she's a taken lady, though. She I don't know. Is. I mean, she I is a taken so lady. Far. She is a taken lady. So, sorry, Glenn. But. Good effort by you. I appreciate the effort. Like, you know, as you say, shooters got to shoot, right? Like, I believe he said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do them for the big people. And I was like, I mean. I heard she's got a sister, so I don't know. Maybe the chances aren't up for him just yet. But uh, it's funny. He's been showing a lot of love to Lizzo on Instagram lately. And it was just, it was a funny moment. Like, I feel like these are the moments when, because, you know, we do this thing with, like, athletes, celebrities, anybody who makes a ton of money. We think of them as something other than what they are, right? Which is human beings. They're just human beings who happen to do a thing for a living that pays them a lot of money. But they have the same emotions that we do, all the things that we have, right? So it's always fun when we get to see them be like us, right? In that way where it's like, you know, there are many of you out there who shoot your shot. Maybe not at Lizzo, but you shoot your shot, right? And sometimes it goes well, sometimes not so much, right? So it's just nice to to see when they are like us, right? Because I think that's what we want from like our famous people. They're like us too. I mean, and I think that's where like, I I was like living for, I'm finally catching up on Stranger Things, very late to the party here. Um, But like living for this like Doja Cat and like (laughs) Stranger Things feud about like, (laughs) Shooting shots over DMs and like talking about crushes on shows and like, you know, hook me up with your boy. And I think like that's where like this social media culture is especially fascinating. Like you feel like you're this close that you're a part of it. Like you could tweet your favorite celebrities and they might tweet and, and athletes and they might tweet you back, especially if it's good content or mm-hmm. they might slide in some DMs. They might respond like comments by celebrities is one of my favorite accounts on Instagram <laughs> because you get to see like a glimpse of that. And it's like, those real moments, I agree with you, Jay. Like, there's just people who have cool jobs and like are really mm-hmm. good at certain skills, right? Like, but That's there's it. still people at the end of the day. So when you still see them people. have these like human moments, it's fucking hilarious, crazy. hilarious. Yep. Uh, and also, just on, on that on that note, before we uh, head to our next segment here, um, I do want to say I would love to do a show where like we get like some of our our favorite ladies on, like guests, 
and we do like uh, reveal your DMs to me and tell me which which I ballers mean, are are in your DMs. You know, we got to get Tamara back on the show for that one. I then mean, I know she's got people. I mean, listen, there's just yeah. I mean, and I, I've talked to so many of them like offline. They're like, bro, let me tell you, and I'm like, oh, I I can only imagine. Just you know, all all funny stuff. Anyway, folks, stay tuned because coming up next. We got a special guest for you here, right? Uh, we're gonna continue this trend of no, not sliding into DMs, but sneakers and 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 all things, all things Las Vegas. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's good, everybody? We are back. Gabby, we are not alone. We are joined by Unbreakable Kicks. What's up, my guy? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I am good. I'm so glad that Gabby got you as a guest to be on because the minute you popped on the screen and I saw the back of that sneaker wall, I was like, <laughs> wait, hold up. Hold up. Why this man got Oregon and UNC and Marquette threes? And then he told me, no, 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 bro, I got the whole collegiate set. I almost Dial. fell off my chair out here, losing my mind. That what a hell of an intro, man! I said that's a whole new job I've never seen before. <laughs> right? He, he, he was he was he was extremely excited, extremely excited. <laughs> it's because you know I. It, it's funny, like the college sports in general, and I can go on a whole rant about why I don't like it because it exploits athletes and all that. But there is something about the logos of certain universities and schools that I just love, and I'm like, Bex. yo, that mm-hmm. is, and, and man, Georgetown. I mean, it's just. And they're clean. And especially on, right? And especially on a three, which is one of my favorite silhouettes. Okay. I, that silhouette, it's so easy, to, especially on the tongue. You can make everything just look so clean, right? Because it's not, it's not busy, not a whole lot of crap going on, right? It's just boom, logo, color block, color, we're rolling. And I'm like, yes, I'm a simple man. I like simple things. And it's it, it's wonderful. But anyway, man, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Um, no so I, I'm assuming you were out at Sneaker Con enjoying yourself. I yes, asked sir. Gabby this question. What was the wildest thing you saw at SneakerCon? Man, uh, now, bro, for me, man, since I, I've been in sneakers for years, it's hard for me to get blown away and wild about some sneakers. But it was this one particular booth that had samples of samples. So, for instance, like the Air Jordan, let me grab these, like the Air Jordan 1 Marquettes. Mm-hmm. So, they had the sample of this shoe. So, where you have like the embossed, you know, mm-hmm. branded air uh, wing logo. They mm-hmm. had it more of like a plated wing logo. So Ooh. I'm seeing like P I'm seeing samples of PEs that I have, man. And it literally <laughs> just blew me away. Another guy had a uh, the Dornbecker six, but mm-hmm. it was on uh Air Jordan 14 sole. And those are wow. called Project 614. So I actually I like learned it. about a couple different sample. It was it was all look see samples. So just things that Nike and Jordan brand were putting together. If they passed, they passed. If they didn't, they didn't. And a lot of those samples blew me away, bro. Yeah, man, I, I can see that. And when you're when you're deep in the game like you are, that that's the stuff that excites you. So let's go there, man. How did this all start? When did you fall in love with sneakers? Man, I fell in love 
with sneakers, I would say at the wrong time. I fell in love with sneakers, man. <laughs> man, freshman year of college, when I'm supposed to be putting all my money towards books and all my money towards this. Nope. L- luckily enough, <laughs> I, I got my first two years in college were completely paid off um, for my academics. So luckily I had a couple extra dollars to spend, man. Scholarships were doing well. And my best friend, he... He was a Jordan head as well. Not as crazy as I am, but he started putting me on to, like, the retro threes. I remember camping out for, like, true blue threes, um, fire red fours, and things of that nature. It was just being around him and seeing the shoes that he went crazy for. And then I joined the fraternity as well, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. All my bros was wearing the Jordan. So I'm just like, these are cool, man, because growing up, my dad was a avid Michael Jordan fan. But we never really discussed, you know, the sneakers in the house. My parents couldn't afford to buy me the Jordans. You know, I grew up wearing Reebok, K-Swiss, things of that nature. So when I had some of my own money, then I was able to venture off and start purchasing some of my own sneakers. And, man, it was it was just a wildfire after that, man. Once I, once I bought one, I would just literally have to learn all the numbers, all the silhouettes. And, man, bro, it's, it's been history since. It's like drugs, man. I'm it telling is, you. So it is. people don't know. I, I say sneakers are almost like drugs, man. You know, not going to a depth, but it's 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 it's, an, it's it's addictive. And the more hands that touch a shoe, the more expensive the shoe gets. Yeah, man, for real. So it's interesting that story you you told about how your parents couldn't afford to get you Jordans. That's everybody's story that we talked to because that's just the reality yeah. of life, right? So yeah. what was that first pair that you were able to buy yourself with your own money? Don't laugh at me, bro. I didn't no, start. No, I didn't. I didn't start with you know the retros, man. I had to work my so way good. up, man. Yeah, you know, I was bro. buying the the True Flights and the Flight Forty Fives and you know the Sub Zeros and things of that nature until I actually started learning about the retros. But the first retro that I actually bought was the Air Jordan Six Breast that came out of two thousand and ten. That was mm-hmm. that was my first. That was my first and. That's probably one of the reasons why Retro 7 is my favorite silhouette. And then it's the Retro 6s and then a Retro 3. So okay. that Air okay. Jordan 6 brand was that, was, that was my baby. I, I like that he likes the 6s and 7s, which, which I like as well, as you know, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the 3s. <laughs> uh, listen, and those 3s. No, and those 3s. They're just money. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, that's what I love too, right? It's like, what is that gateway? It doesn't have to be like, what is your first pair coming in being like, a pair of Jordan breads, like the ones, right? right? Like right. it's, it's what's connected to you and your mm-hmm. own story. And I think like, like Drad knows this for me, my first pair of like hype ish sneakers with the zoom play 95s, right? Like they were too big on me. I just kind of wear them on the tennis court with extra thick socks. And my mom was like, you play tennis. I don't really understand. Like what's you're in soccer <laughs> shorts. I had a tennis skirt in college that was made out of like basketball shorts. It was like, wow. like, you had, like a mesh tennis skirt. I'm like, I don't know why they don't bring that shit back. Cause that was fire. But like, that was my first pair. And then, I mean, the era of sneakers that you were talking about from like a retro perspective, right? The true blue threes, the, the Toro fours are one of my personal favorites. Man, those, like, those, those are dope. Oh, every time. But yeah. You love a good Toro 4. That, no, that, that is that. your jam. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I say that because you've got a lot of really cool heat behind you, even just from what we can see. And I know you love 6s and 7s, but what is your favorite, like your GOAT all-time favorite Jordan? A lot of people ask me the question like, Break, if, if you could have one shoe yep. and only wear that one shoe forever, what would it be? It would be the Blacksmith 3. 
Hands down. Yeah, yeah. Hands down yeah. the Black Cement 3. That's that's just a classic. I feel like the Jordan 1 put Jordan on the map, but the Air Jordan 3 just yeah. took him to a whole nother planet. Yeah. The Air Jordan 3 Black Cement, hands down, will be my go-to. Because there's something about the all-black sneaker, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you wear it on the court, and you're also Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? And you're also elite at basketball. Right. right? It's that thing. When you show, it's like, when you show up anywhere at all black, you best be prepared to kill whatever <laughs> it is that you're doing, or else you just, it's like, oh, what's this dude Why doing? Why are you here like, all black, Jay? Right. Every day, every damn day. I, stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? Exactly. That black cement three is just dangerous. And again, like, I was born in 91, so it's not like I grew up, you know, camping out for him or actually right. seeing Mike Warren. But again, just going back and doing my history on the shoes and, and learning the numbers. And, I, man, the respect that I have for just anybody back in the day who was camping and collecting. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I look up to those guys. Yeah, it, it, it was a different world, right, Gabby? We talk about it all the time, how there, there's, there's no online anything. Like, nah. you, you find out the date for the release. You and your and your buddies or whoever. All right, we're gonna go to this spot, right? You get you get there, and it's no, you're literally camping out, right? Because that's the only way. Because you're not gonna just show up at the time the store opens and get it, right? That's not happening, <laughs> right? You're not, done. And it's also as the sneaker industry has changed. It used to be, and Gabby says all the time, as ones have gotten popular, you can't find those either. Ones used to be sitting on shelves all the time, and you can get them now. Please, you Bro. can't. I mean, that's not even a thing now. I said once they put the Nike Air back on the Air Jordan One in 2013, it was no looking back. Yeah, okay. and it's kind of the same with dunks, bro. Like my my whole yeah. college career, like I don't remember anybody buying dunks, but Never. now all of a sudden, dunks is just <laughs> one. They won't sit on shelves. They're, they're they're selling out, and two, it was just like that demand just came out of nowhere. Just how the Air Jordan Ones, because for years, man, it was pe- people would pick a pair, and some would still may do it. But most people was picking Air Force Ones. Mm-hmm. They would pick a pair of Air Force Ones over a pair of Air Jordan Ones. And like now the time is just it just did a completely different shift. But I feel like we're in the mix of a shift now as well with the retro fours. Yeah, no, I, I I like that. Tell me what you're seeing with the retro fours. I feel like the retro four has taken a wave of the retro one. And the reason why I feel that is because one, I just feel like Jordan brand really watered down the retro one. It was like, man, we got something. It was literally like, man, we, we literally got, you know, a lightning lightning bolt in a jar. And they just took it and they just ran with it. And I just felt like seeing how they came from, you know, a retro one may drop two to three times a year to now we get in a retro one two to three times a month. And I just <laughs> yeah. felt like, you know, ever since the Shadow Backboard, it was literally a retro one after retro one after retro one. And at, at one point, I felt like a retro one was special, just how the retro eleven was. Once a year, we'd get like a mm-hmm. classic or OG mm-hmm. or a new colorway. But then it was just a retro one, retro one, retro one. Re- I'm just like, bruh, y'all killing <laughs> the retro ones. Just how they yeah. did the threes. Remember, yeah. a few years ago, they wanted to put the retro threes in the vault. It was like yeah. the retro threes is gonna. I want to say it's like 2015. The retro three was gonna go in the vault, and we wasn't gonna see them for years. I feel like they should do the same thing with the retro one, especially after these reimagines drop in October. Yeah. I'm like that with the fours though too, because that's that's my personal favorite. That's like mm-hmm. the first, like first silhouette from a design perspective, right? Like that, I just was like, you look at the details on that, and it just it's a beautiful shoe in every yeah. color. Like the way that they play around with it, and like that's one that like 
I think it's interesting seeing this year some of the slept on silhouettes like that maybe didn't get the spotlight in the way that a one did are making a comeback, right? Like even all the stuff with the twos that are happening, like yeah. knows, I don't, I don't really fuck with twos. That's fine. I think Union <laughs> did some cool stuff. The Jay Balvin ones though, with that like cloud and cushy detail, and I'm like LED lights too. Yeah, Ooh, like, LED lights. Like, yeah, you know, and it's making you think differently about sneakers, and that's what I like when it mm-hmm. like comes up, like or even when they reimagined the the ones with Travis Scott with the reverse swoosh or the ambush dunks with the extended logo, like those details, I'm here for. But it, it's crazy. I think at some point, like we might even see, and I want your thoughts on this retro ones that are going to be on shelves again because they have oversaturated. Do you think that, oh, that, that that's that's going on now? Yeah. That's going on now, like. I mean, you can even go with well, the Marina since those dropped in January. They're finally not on shelves, but like the Heritage, which I feel like is a dope colorway. You know, it's basically the Travis Scott uh, fragments, but mm-hmm. instead of the blue, you got red. I feel mm-hmm. like that that was a dope shoe. The Brotherhoods, Jordan One Brotherhoods. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a nice one. Um, the the Visionaries, the Vault colorway, those are sitting. So literally every retro one that has dropped this year, it basically sat. Especially like I have members of the Unbreakable Army who's in like France and who's in like Great Britain and Japan and places like that. They like break these shoes are literally just sitting overseas. And I'm just like, man, like this going on <laughs> over here. So I now yeah. tell my community if they sitting overseas, they're gonna sit over here as well. Yeah, no, it's it's I think too, because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, part of what we're seeing now too is the sort of result of the pandemic and everything in terms of global economics slowing down right like people like inflation recession all these things are happening now and people who maybe had a bunch of disposable income don't have as much disposable income now right so now a lot of students is like ah, mm-hmm. i don't only got that 250 to drop this week on, on these a lot things. a lot of people are more selective now mm-hmm. yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of people are more selective and i feel like that's why a lot of sneakers are sitting but also and this is just one of my theories, and I could be wrong, but I also feel like during the pandemic, it was a lot of free money going out. It was. A lot of free money 100%. going out, man. So just like people wasn't technically spending their money. You had PPP yeah. money, you right, know, yeah. you had stimulus checks, yeah. you had yeah, unemployment. You had a lot of people to just getting more money than they normally would. I honestly feel like this is where sneakers would, would be had it not been for the pandemic. I feel like the pandemic blinded a lot of people to think that every shoe is going to sell out. This right. shoe is going to be a $400 shoe. But now things are slowly getting back to normal, which is not even normal, but right. it's slowly yeah. getting back to maybe how things should have been. Now mm-hmm. we see it. Look, man, look, I got to be more selective. Like yeah. that money that I, them stimulus checks, I'm gone. <laughs> P money, that's yeah. gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I'm really working for my money. It's not free money no more. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different. I'm with you 100% on that. So it's funny because you talked about, you know, you started in the, tw- in the 2010s in terms of buying shoes and all that. So you've really only known it from, in many ways, the online perspective, right? Like, you don't know a ton about the early way. What are you, how are you seeing the sneaker industry now in terms of the way people collaborate online and communities in, in virtual world to set up an army like you have now? And we'll get to uh, Unbreakable Kicks uh, in, a, in a little bit. But that that different community of no, I meet people online, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and that's how I spread out. Versus, oh, I went to this spot, met this person, right? How are you seeing the sneaker community change that way online? 
it, it's completely different, man. Um, back then, and and I even hate to say back then, but 2010 was what 12 years ago. 12 mm-hmm. years ago, before Instagram was booming, and you had TikTok, and uh, you had so many sneaker influencers. The way of networking was standing in line and camping. Mm-hmm. I met a lot of friends by just standing in line, camping, and and what you do, man, and what shoes you going for, and, and what spot you normally get your shoes from. So it was just the word of mouth, mm-hmm. you know, the word of mouth on the street just by camping in line. If you wasn't in line, you may you may have missed some vital information. Whereas yeah. now I can get on here and be like, Army, look, JD Sport gonna do exclusive access tomorrow. Make sure you got your phones ready. So in a sense, I feel like the sneaker community then versus now it's it's watered down and it's easy, man. It's easy. When I was I was on the um, eBay Twitter, um, the eBay Twitter live yesterday live podcast, and I was just letting I just mentioned how I just love how eBay says reselling since 1995. Now you got a lot of people who like you got a lot of people who don't, but eBay was the originator. If you took an L on the streets. Mm-hmm. And none of your homies or none of your buddies had them. First place you going was eBay to see, man, how much how much I got to spend for these. Mm-hmm. Now you got so many third party apps where, man, you pick up your phone, bam, okay, uh, miss out on them, boom, they'll be here in a week. <laughs> to me, it takes the fun away from it because it's so easy now. The, the chase is the chase isn't what it used to be. Now yeah. for me, my chase is, man, when I'm gonna find these next PEs that drop. So I have to, to be honest, I have to elevate. Um, yeah. just my taste in sneakers in order to still have fun with it. I feel like that's why a lot of people have either sold their sneakers or they have gotten out mm-hmm. of sneakers because it's so easy now. You you take an L on a pair of Concords and in in 2018, man, look, you got X amount of options that you could <laughs> that you can go. Back then, if you took that L, I'm on eBay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's if you're willing to pay, right, you'll get it. Willing to thing pay, like, yeah. Once you once you're willing to pay, it's like, oh, you, as everybody takes the L on sneakers app every Saturday morning, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on StockX. They already got them. Let me go yeah. ahead and pay my whatever markup and get them if I want them that bad. Well, and it's, the, it's the, that's what it is, right, Jay? It's the if you want them now because I feel like it's the if you want them now tax that comes along with it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you can get it when they first drop and have them right away. But like what we're seeing a lot on all of these different platforms, right, is that. Give it like three months, give it six months. That starts to level off. Like in the way yeah. that you're talking about how sneakers are, are sitting on shelves. Like some of the resale on some of these dunks was crazy. And I'm like, now you go to like eBay, goat StockX, whatever your, whatever your flavor is. And some of them are basically retail Bro, because pan- of the way that the market and the pendulum are swinging. Pandas, pandas was a $300 shoe, you know, sometime last year. Now they're sitting less than, 200 because they've dropped so every many times yep. every every other week you got a panda restock now for a lot of people they enjoy it i feel like i'm a big marvel fan okay mm-hmm. so i feel like the sneaker community now is like either you team iron man or you team <laughs> captain america and team <laughs> iron man they cool with paying resale or they or they or they're not happy that shoes are sitting Right. You got Team Captain America who loves it. You know, man, <laughs> I can be more, you know, I can be more selective. Man, man, my car broke down for the month of June. I can't buy the green beans, but they sit in so I know in, in July I'll be able to double back. So a lot yeah. of people love the fact that sneakers are sitting. But yeah. that's the consumer side of sneakers. But then yeah. you have the resale side of sneakers mm-hmm. who, who some of them are panicking, just like, man, like, 
everything is sitting. How can I make yeah. money? And, and I've been on both sides of the spectrum, bro. So I'm just sitting back like, I'm good. As I, you know what I'm as, saying? As, 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 no, for real. As I said to Gabby a couple of weeks ago, all the people who jumped in the game and got bots and bought up all those pairs, I'm like, hey, man, them credit card bills come due for all them shoes, and they're still sitting. You got, you, got to, you got to pay that credit card bill, my man, so I don't know mm-hmm. what you're going to do. <laughs> True. Even that bot game is different, though. Like, you back in the day, if like you had a bot, it was very scandalous. Like, you'd have one and you could pick up some pairs. Now you need like 67 bots in 37 countries <laughs> and like 20 different bags of accounts. I'm like, like, we get you one do, pair. Man. It's tough. It's like everybody's doing it now. You know, I, I really feel like COVID and being home brought out a lot of resellers because they thought that it was easy. They seen that none, none of the malls were selling shoes. So if, you know, if I had my connect with my local mom and pop shop who was still moving mm-hmm. shoes, even though the stores are closed, they were eating. You know, COVID mm-hmm. brought out a lot of money as far as reselling. But now that the tie has changed, I feel like a lot of people are like, like I said, panicking. If you were a reseller prior to the pandemic, I feel like you should still be okay. You should still know how to maneuver. But if you got mm-hmm. in it simply because you seen your, your best friend doing it and he was making a lot of money and now you invested all this money, you sitting on a lot of shoes, you could potentially be panicking right now. <laughs> for sure again them bills came due and you're like damn ain't nobody bought these yet <laughs> um so let's talk about, right <laughs> let's talk about uh unbreakable kicks man so you start buying shoes in college you're doing your thing you get on your on your jordan grind but it, that collection you got behind you and we only seeing a small fraction of it in the screen that doesn't just happen overnight no, how it did, bro how did how did it, it grow and how did unbreakable kicks come about Man, um, hard work and dedication, to be honest, bro, um, it's, it's always a dream because I never got into sneaker YouTube for the money, for the notoriety. I got into it because I love sneakers and I first started in Facebook groups, bro. I was posting, you know, new shoes or posting a, 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 you know, an early pickup in Facebook group. And then I had one guy, and I and I hate that I cannot remember who this guy was because he changed my life. He was like, look, bro, stop posting it here and make a video and put it on YouTube. So the first video that I posted on YouTube was the Air Jordan 11 Space Jams from 2016. Mm-hmm. I had got them maybe a couple weeks early. I posted them on YouTube, and I got maybe like 4,000 views in like a week. So I'm telling my fiance at the time, which is now my wife, I was telling her like, you, 4,000 people literally <laughs> just watching me talk about a shoot. And I didn't understand the magnitude of it, man. And, and just to rewind back, how did I get the name Unbreakable Kicks and how did it come about? I got the name Unbreakable from when I pledged my fraternity. Um, of course, kicks came from the shoes, but I was I went to college to, be, to become a veterinarian. Um, working, I was working a shift one night. I had my scrubs on and I left my home key. I was still staying with my parents. I left my home key, um, in the house. So I called the home, called my home. My dad didn't pick up. So I climbed over. We had a gate. I climbed over the gate. <laughs> my scrubs got caught onto the gate. Oh no. I shattered my patella into three pieces and I broke my oh, arm. So now oh, I'm on short term disability in the bed for, for months. And, you know, my accounts were negative. 
I'm, I, I need money, and I, and, but I'm still buying shoes. It, it was just the addiction of being a sneakerhead. <laughs> and that's when a guy was just like, man, you should post videos on, on YouTube. YouTube. So I, just, I started posting videos on YouTube, and I feel like I woke up yesterday, bro. I got 200, almost 30,000 subscribers on YouTube, man. Wow. Instagram is, is, is going phenomenal. Had the pleasure to work with eBay. Had the pleasure to work with numerous companies. I've been on TV. I've traveled the world for free because of sneakers, man. So to be honest, how did I get here? It's still it's a dream. See, it's a dream. Yeah, but it was. I was consistent throughout that dream, bro. Well, I didn't even give you the steps. I was just consistent. Well, because the big thing is. As you said, you didn't get into it for the money. Like, you love sneakers. As, as you mentioned, you're in the bed, laid up on disability, shattered patella, busted up arm. You still out here buying sneakers, even though you probably shouldn't have, right? Shouldn't have at all, bro. Like, the DJ but would be a little upset about this one. DJ would be like, correct. Correct payment first. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I was saying with my parents. They, they were taking good care of me. All right, but, that, but that's the mindset, though, right? Because yeah. you just love this thing so much. And that is the authenticity, right? So when people saw you and it, they knew, oh, this ain't just some dude out here trying to hustle me. This dude loves some sneakers. And that's it. As humans, that's what we relate to. Think about the things you enjoy and love. Yeah. You like them because whoever's doing it, it's authentic, right? It ain't no mm -hmm. bullshit. They're not trying to hustle you. You just, and you know it. You don't got to be, you feel it. You know yeah. when someone's real and you know when, I, ah, this is bullshit. I'm not really trying to Bam. listen to this. And that's the reality. And that's the beauty of it. And again, as people always listen to this show and they try to figure out how can I become, and it's the same thing that you're saying, the same thing that we always say. It find whatever it is that you love and commit to doing that with consistency, whether it's content creation, whatever it is, and just doing it. And yeah, look, it's gonna be sometimes where your accounts are negative or mm -hmm. good things ain't happening. But if you love it, it ain't about right. It will come around, and for, and that's that's just how it develops for people. And it's you know, but it's a hard lesson when you when you're in the short term. And like I said, like you know, you need that cash. And you're like, yeah. damn man, how, how, how's this gonna happen? Is it ever gonna happen? Well, that's where that resale game comes in. That's where that resale <laughs> game comes in. All right, <laughs> 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 my rent like this month. Let me sell there. Man, look, and and resale. I didn't even get into sneakers to resale. Resale just kind of came with the territory for me because, like, I was able to get my sneakers, and then I'll have a couple frat bros like, man, bro. Can you help me get my pair? And I have some friends say, hey, can you help me? Or just some people on Facebook, like, hey, can you help me? So I started all by just adding 30, 40 bucks on top, man, so that it can cover my pair. You know, mm -hmm. I, at first, mm -hmm. I just wanted my pair to be free. I help y'all get y'all stuff. And then it just boomed. And I'm just like, everybody lit. I still, I, I haven't did a pre-order on a shoe. I haven't did anything of that magnitude in almost two years, but I still have people asking me, great, can you help me get these shoes or can you do this? Now I just, you know, middle man and like, hey, you know, my man's over here, he do it X, Y, Z, because I'm just too busy for it now. But yeah. a lot came with this territory, man, a lot. <laughs> some good and some bad, you know. We love it, man. This is great. Um, stay tuned, though, folks, because coming up next is – America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Look, y'all already know how amped I got over the collegiate collection <laughs> in the threes. And so I already know he's going to show off some of those. But listen, it, the heat that he has in that room, I don't, I can't even imagine what's in there. But he's going to show us some stuff. I'm, look, I'm looking at this area right here, bro. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine what he's going to show us. Everybody stay tuned. Coming up next, Shoe and Tell.
What's good, y'all? We are back, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Look, Chad and Adina Jones, husband and wife team, run that site. Listen, if you're trying to learn about sneakers, go talk to my man, Chad, a.k.a. Sneaker Galactus. First of all, with a handle called Sneaker Galactus, you know that dude knows something about sneakers. You gotta have some people. You gotta have some people. You gotta know some and stuff. With listen, that name, bro. All I mean, you talk about PE exclusives. This dude will be like, you know, only one of these exists. It's like this actual players, and I got it. Like I'm telling you, it's he, Chad. I mean, Chad's an OG, so Chad's a little bit older than you, so he's been doing this for a minute. So he, that's yeah. what he does now. It's nothing. Not that he doesn't like any of the new stuff, but. It's like you, he, it's all, and he, I mean, we're talking about, he hopping on planes, going to wherever to get those exclusives. That's crazy. Hey, that's what, but that's that dedication though, man. Like if somebody was to tell me right now that break, we got the uh, Kobe pack, the black pair for you right now. Hop on the plane, go to Seattle. I'm gone. (laughs) gone. Tell me the ticket. I'm going to go ahead and pay what I got to pay. If I got to sell some stuff out of here, I'm going to do it. But it's certain shoes. Like, and we'll talk about one that I'm talking about that once you get that phone call, you can pass up on it, bro. You can't pass I up on it. I love it. Well, listen, break. It's show and tell is the guest, the guest show. So you take it away, my man. Show us what you got. Tell us why it's important to you, why you like it. Take it away. I'm gonna start with these right here, man. Um, and I'm gonna see how many people can relate to what I'm gonna say. So, first and foremost, this is one of this is my favorite rappers. Um, collab. I got the Air Jordan 12 OVO yeah. right here. Now, the reason why I have this is, again, like I told you, I started collecting in college and when the OVO 10s came out and the 12s came out, they were only samples. And you could only get them off Flight Club. That was the only place that had the OVOs available. And these were shoes and at that time I'm just like who in the right mind is gonna pay that amount of money for sneakers now if I can go back and and talk to myself then I'd be like my brother just wait to see you in the next 12 years (laughs) but um, these are just special to me man because again just some shoes that I really wanted to get but I knew that a, they didn't have my size at the time, and B, like these were only sample pairs, so you had to drop that bag to mm-hmm. get them, or you know you had to be, you know, close to the OVO team in order to secure something like that. So the OVOs will forever be um, special. Next up, I got my favorite Dornbecker oh. of all time, oh. Air Jordan Four DB. Now these are special because. This shoe right here was right in the beginning of me learning about sneakers. So I'm learning about shoes. I'm like, man, these joints are dope. I'm going to go to Foot Locker and see if I can cop. Not knowing that the DBs only dropped at Nike. So these dropped at, you know, of course, Nike Chicago. But I'm all the way, you know, down in, in school. So I couldn't, I couldn't get them. I'm literally thinking I'm going to wake up and get online and be able to cop these. And... These are special because this was one of the first shoes that I actually was on YouTube trying to decipher a legit pair because it was so many Mm -hmm. fakes of the DB4s from the way the triangles were on the toe box, from the Superman on the tongue, from um, Isaiah's eyebrow cut. Like 
It had to be on the on the right uh, eyebrow. So it's just like I studied this shoe probably more than I studied in like some of my animal science classes. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, like I needed to make sure that I had a legit pair of these. Now these are still desktop because this is a ten and a half. Now if I can find an eleven or eleven and a half, I'll go ahead and bust them on feet. But these have gone up tremendously yeah. over the last couple years. Um, I love that pair. This next shoe. The next shoe, I only only brought down one of it, but um, this one is is extremely special to me, and it's the Air Jordan Three Kobe's. Um, I have the H as well. Um, I was I was able to secure this pack from my man Sneaker Sus, who owns Soul Steals and Soul Supremacy, and I went to SneakerCon Chicago in 2017, and the day before, I kid you not, bro on my daughter I had a dream about this shoe the day before and I went to SneakerCon Chicago and it was a guy who had this pack and he only had a size 8 and I did a video on him and I was just like one day I'm gonna own these and my boy like like I'm to the point now where my guys know what I'm looking for they know what I want so when they get some crazy some hot in once I see that FaceTime I'm like oh shit what you got <laughs> so he was like size 11 i'm like bro you know that's my size <laughs> kobe pack you know i've been looking for it, I it. when i say i got a, a deal i was working with um i was working with a company and they was giving me credit um for you know working with them so i used six thousand dollars in credit and six thousand dollars in cash to get the kobe pack wow so honestly wow. i paid six thousand bucks for my kobe pack and both of these are worn i wore the threes on my 30th birthday when I turned 30 last year, the eights, I wore those to 2J's Kicks um, grand opening in, in Vegas last year as well. So to be able to own these and actually put them on the ground, um, because once Kobe passed, I got a call from one of my guys who know I had these. And he sells to like DJ Khaled. He sells to some mm -hmm. of the other rappers. And he was just like, I know you got a size 11. It's not Drake's size, but Drake is looking for a, a, a brand new Kobe pack just to sit on. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, how much? You like 40K. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm <laughs> like, unless Drake comes in here and signs every OVO that I have in this case over here, every OVO that I have in this case, they're going to stay here with me. So I put them on feet. I just got to say, uh, I put them on feet. I got to say, for those who are listening to this show, Head to YouTube, please, for the yes. video because it is you, next, you, you, yes. next level. You, I mean, you need to see this man yeah. sneaker closet right now because you're gonna 100%. lose your mind. All right, man. What else you gonna show us? <laughs> what else? What else you want to see? Where man? we go from here? I'm like, trying to see if I can. I'm trying to see if I can. Uh, well, you know what? You, you already showed me the UNC. Why don't you show me them Oregon's that are behind you? Because you know which one, bro? Uh, which, the, the, the whites, the, the whites, the, the white ones. The fact that you show which one right here. So right here, we have the Oregon 7s. These were for the, um, I want to say this was men's. Yep. This was this is the men's colorway. Yep. But the women basketball team got the white pair. Now, <laughs> I've only seen one person sell the white pair. And luckily, it was my size. <laughs> and I'm the only person that I personally know that has this. And this is a size uh, 12 and a half women, which is a size 11. And it was only 120 of these made. 
And I don't, again, I haven't seen anyone else with the white pair. The white pair was yeah, man. extremely, extremely limited, man. Um, so those are sevens. And of course, you can't have the sevens without the sixes. So we know the electric, <laughs> the electric grain joints dropped. Um, they were similar to these, but they're not the PE. Yeah. And then, of course, the women had the white pair. Yeah, you got, and again, you got the white pair. I haven't seen many people. I, honestly, I, I feel like I'm the only person that I've seen with the white pair as well. So I have the women's six and I have the women's sevens as well. Uh, I have a different off the floor right now. And, 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 and you got what? And, and you got the white threes too, right? Oh, uh, I got the white threes. Got the white threes. We got the duck on the back. Yeah, that, yeah. This is my favorite PE of all time, bro. This is what got me into PEs, the pit crew. Oh. The pit crew, Jordan, because I love the black cement threes. Yep. And I, I put my PEs on the ground. Like, a lot of the GRs, I love I love my GRs. But when I'm going to a sneaker con or something, mm -hmm. I'm busting out some heat. So yeah. this is when majority of, like, my PEs get put on foot. But another special one. <gasps> the Duckman Fours. Yo! I paid twelve. I paid twelve thousand for these. God. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I'm like, this is not real life for those. <laughs> Again, on YouTube, y'all. This is like, I'm not speechless very often, but like, break. I'm, 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 I'm really like, like again, I, I, I have no connection to the University of Oregon. Like, whatever. It's just you know, of course, we know Bowerman and Phil Knight and yeah. all that. Blah blah blah. But you know, I didn't go to Oregon, so I got whatever. But yo, let me tell you. Can we do like I a slow-mo pan of the shoe across the camera? Just like, <laughs> on the detail. I mean. These these right which, here, the, yes. duck, the Duckman 4s, again, this is this probably is one of either these or the OVO 4 splatters. I want to say I, I probably paid 10000 for the OVO splatters. But these, 12K, this is the most expensive sneaker that, that I own. And the crazy thing is the hang tag itself goes for about two bands. Just for the hang tag. Just the hang tag. You got tag. the O on one side, and then you got the duck, duck man. man on the back. Yo. Now, I want the fives. I want the fives. Who was I talking to, man? Was it Big Boy Chang? It, it was either Big Boy <laughs> Chang or or my boy, um, the Petch. Um, they have the they have the duck man fives. They want 20K for them. So, I mean, that's, that seems right up your I alley. That seems right in your wheel, your wheelhouse. That's, bro, that's, that's one of those, okay, let me sit in the room for a little bit. You can go. You, you can, can go. go. <laughs> you can go. You can go. That's about that's about 2K. You can go. You can go. That's about 3K. So, if anything, for a purchase like that, I don't mind doing half cash and half trades. Okay. Because, okay. again, a, a lot of the sneakers that I have in here, bro, like I got all the PSNYs. Um, that dropped the, the public school New York uh, collab with the twelves. I got all those. Eventually, like I may want to put them on feet, bro. But I know I can get those back. It's certain shoes, and, and the Kobe pack was one of them. It's certain shoes that when the opportunity calls, especially in your size, yeah, you gotta take. You answer it. that. You gotta call. take it. Yeah, well, man. You no. gotta take it. I think for those who don't know, too, right? Like, there's a few things that I want to unpack just for like those who might not know all the lingo that is going around, right? GR does not just stand for Gabby Rosenthal. <laughs> General release, right? GS, I thought it was girl sizes when I first got into sneakers. It's not as grade school. 
Great school. you know, there's a bunch of different things out there. And when we talk about PE, and and PE, player PE is player exclusive. Player mm-hmm. exclusives. But player exclusive. the way that you talk about it from a rare standpoint, right? Like we talk about even how hard those damn panda dunk lows were to get as like a general release. And those were what? Yeah. Six figures in terms of the amount of pairs that were created. So when you look Thanks. at something like that, that you don't even hit a thousand, like that is wild. Let's probably paint the picture for those who might not know exactly what we're looking at here. Um, you know what I mean? I, this is like listen, it's it's it's, it's a you oh, know, I've I've you've come so another lane, another lane, my friend. <laughs> I've I've come so yeah. accustomed to just walking into this room every day, so it's just like my wow factor is gone as far as like some of my sneakers, but again, it's like when I go out to like a sneaker con and see some of the stuff that I don't have, like Transformer Fives or mm. Wall Burger Fours and and things like that. I'm just like the chase continues, and the crazy thing is, like those shoes are continuously going up. Yeah, for Contin- sure. And and that's why, like again, if you want to get into PEs and samples. You got to grab them at the right time. One yep. thing I have learned is the newer stuff, you can kind of wait and let that simmer because the price, the hype is always going to, you know, be there. As soon as they, you know, unveil the, the UCLA uh, sixes and mm-hmm. the new Michigan six, the Marquette, like price is going to be up. But once that wow factor right. dies down, mm-hmm. I'll be able to, I'll be able to grab all those for maybe anywhere from like five to six K a pop instead of paying like eight Absolutely. to 10 right now. That's what I Gabby. Do you, do, do you know, Gabby? You're saying like all the grails, but do you know my PE grail? I think you do. Are we talking Scrooge McDucks, Jay? Are we talking the, K- the, the KD 11 Scrooge McDucks, baby? Like, really? I, I love those. Like, because <laughs> I, because I, because. That's what we're gonna mainly because day. mainly because I you know Ducktales is just a hilarious cartoon. I just find mm-hmm. found it so funny. Like a, a, as a young song out there for a cartoon, and I mean my, my man out here swimming in a money bin, right? <laughs> With among coins, <laughs> like what the hell? And then uh, the Katie Eleven's a nice silhouette, and Katie's my guys, you know. So I'm like, I mean, Katie Eleven, it's a nostalgia, bro. It's a nostalgia. <laughs> That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like nostalgia sales, like it, it, it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy how OG sick. But a lot of these newer colorways will sell out before OG. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. bro, like, like, like the playoff 12s, like how are the playoff 12s sitting on shelves right now? <laughs> like, I, it, it just, it, it baffles me. It baffles me how, how the sneaker community is. But I also have to learn, like, a lot of these cats now, they didn't grow up watching Mike. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's different for them to put respect on a pair of Air Jordan 2 Chicago's that's dropping in October. When right. they like, I didn't see them, but right. again, I did. I did history. I don't know right. how many sneakerheads nowadays. I say a, sne- a sneakerhead is born every day, but I don't know how many put hours into yeah. actually learning the art and the right. craft. Right. Like to me, this is more than just synthetic leather that's on these shoes. You know, right. like right. this is hours of me spending trying to learn all the colorways in the retro fours. I always test my friends and say. You will get me if you can pull up a, a Air Jordan one through fourteen, and I don't know what shoe it is. Hey, if you can you do go. that, you 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 found something special. <laughs> but I feel like I know every colorway in 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 one through four, one through fourteen. Uh-huh. I love it, man. Break. This is dope. We could talk to you for a million hours because you really, you, you're really in this. But tell the people, man, where they can find you and where they could uh, check out Unbreakable. Man, you guys can find me on YouTube at Unbreakable Kicks. 
Instagram at Unbreakable Kicks. I try to keep it simple. TikTok, Unbreakable Kicks, and Twitter, Break eleven seventeen ten. I, I love it, man. And you guys know where you can find us. We are part of the Counting Things family. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Again, you can find us with the Count the Dings family, with the original bomb show, Crypto Bros, Woke Bros, and of course us, the Kicks and Shit Show. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Appreciate y'all.